Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? It's going okay. No rules tonight. No rules, and you're very much excited about this. <laughs> well, I mean, we've had a conk life news extravaganza. We leave, we leave for a week, and the keys just revolt into all kinds of keysian craziness and intrigue all we had to do was look away and all of a sudden it's like bubbling so we have uh four different stories from the last couple days in the keys that are individually like amazing and we're gonna just do a bonus podcast about them and by the way this doesn't even get to the story of the iguana and bike rider who had holy an incident. smokes i want to save that one for the next rules podcast oh, even okay. though it happened last week because we got, we got a lot to talk about. We got crime blotter of the keys just up the wazoo, as my mom would say. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Sounds painful. Yeah. Um, so do you want to go first or should I go first? Are we going to do dog updates too? Quickly, briefly dog updates or are we going to do it after the keys? You things? sure seem enthusiastic about dog updates. I just think it's worth updating everyone about the dog. Because you basically want this to be a rules podcast. I mean, what do you want the cocktail of the week to be? You have German word? This is not. No. <laughs> no. Boy. No, go ahead. What are no, you no. Go about? ahead. Go ahead. No. No, no. <laughs> I'm not doing rules. You can Updates give dog Updates is Guac is going back to school tomorrow to complete his training. Yeah. That's a boring update. He still ran out the door onto the street. Yeah. The training isn't working. Okay. Can we get our money back? You got any other dog updates? You are dealing with your anxiety by throwing everything in the house to the curb. This has nothing to do with dogs. Oh, well, it's related. And also, our house is very clean now. Very small, but very clean. <laughs> other dog updates? Uh, St. Patrick continues his gain program. Yeah, We're these are very GR Dad updates. I th am... Happy to talk about our good dogs. Yes. I, I'm just saying, like, these are very you updates. Like, this dog is continuing to do this thing. Yes. Yeah. How are people going to know if we don't tell them? <laughs> this Watch is the, the essence of communication. Fair enough. Fair enough. <sighs> so hard. <laughs> Such a tough crowd, I tell you. I get no respect. What else? No respect. You did have some stories. We talked about this before. Your dad's like, are we going to do dog updates? And I was like, I don't think we need to do them. And he's like, I want to do them. I've got stuff to oh, say. Oh, yeah. Somebody ate everything, ate a bunch of snacks in the kitchen that I had left out. Yes. So the rule mm. in the house is absolutely no. Oh, don't you make that face. You know the rule. Rule? It's a guidance. Uh, no, it is a hard, it is a law. It is a felony <laughs> in this household to leave dog treats or human food on uh, the counter and I, the there way are so many counters the the dynamic here is that so like oh uh, look neither of us are perfect yes let's start with that we're I, all imperfect human beings i would say one day a month i'll leave something out on the counter yeah you right you're gonna protest before i continue That's subjective <laughs> pretty much one day a month i'll slip up and leave something on the counter um, GR Dad thinks the counter is the best place to store dog treats uh, and chips. So no, I get distracted. We have gotten into the bad little cycle where I go into the kitchen and there's like dog treats and a bag of chips and like maybe some bread on the counter, and I go, "Hey, go, 
I'm putting the dog treats and the chips back in the cabinet, and I am putting the bread in the fridge. And I go, good. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> Which is my, uh, I mean, it's definitely naggy, but kind of not yelling at you way of going, why the fuck did you leave the snacks on the counter again, Ingo? You misread my... Have we not talked about this, Ingo? You misread my not really my problem filter. <laughs> I'm like, oh, good. This problem is solved. This is very good. Thank good you, night. Jen. This is very nice of you. It's as good as I can do because I don't want to be like, Ingo, how many fucking times do I have to tell you not to leave this shit on the counter? I don't want to be that guy. One more time. Yours, one more but time. it kind of is every time. Well, you know. So... I deal in a lot of snacks. There's about four open bags of snacks because... Hops gets his own. Guac gets his own. Here's the thing. We have Chief a jar. Brody can't have anything with beef in it, which rules out a lot. Of... We have a snack jar, yeah. and dear dad will leave open bags of snacks next to the snack jar. Not He will not put them into the jar. We don't have the snack jar right now. It's not in effect. Uh, no, it's true. We don't have the snack jar out it's, here. It's very complicated. It's a very complicated Even in the keys. dietary program for all these This dogs. has been like a months and months rule. And I Jared, got distracted. Jared has like 25% adherence <laughs> to the rule. He just leaves it out on the counter I've, every single day. I've, got, I've gotten better since the, the dramatically bad incident the other day. Which was less dramatic than like guac eating the five pounds of dog food or the Brillo pad or many other things. Yes. Well, the Brillo pad, I really didn't no, know. No, I mean, that, that was, was not. To, that's true. That the was rule had not been. And now it is. Don't leave sponges out and stuff. And I'm putting them under the sink. Mm-hmm. You got to put those dog treats and potato chips away, though, because... Yeah, I was better about the sponge than the treats. <laughs> uh, we got home from something that we were doing, picking up dinner. Yeah. And... I'm like, man, it smells a little weird in here. It didn't smell bad. It just smelled weird. And then we find that the bag of Chief Brody's prescription hypoallergenic dog treats is on the floor, ripped open with no dog treats left in it. And GR Dad's half-eaten bag of ghost pepper pocky chips were also ripped (laughs) open and shredded and gone. Uh, Was it guac? No one confessed. No one even looked that guilty. No, but uh, that was a lot of food, including some very spicy pepper chips. I think Chief Brody's breath smelled a little like chips. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be now, we don't, now that we know he's capable of putting his front totally, paws up on totally. the thing. And he and Guac would probably work together. Oh, yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, embarrassing for me. I lost some good chips. <laughs> And Chief Brody has no more snacks. So, you know, what are you going to do? I got to say, like, I try, like, those moments, it's very clear a mistake has been made. And I try not to go, I told you not to leave the snacks on the counter. I know. But I, I was so frustrated. I was like, God damn it, Ingo. So, anyway, there you go. That's the counter surfing mm-hmm. incident. What other dog updates do you want to talk about, GR Dad? That's fine. That's it. <laughs> no, we did We did have one more if we're getting them all out here. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about on the regular podcast this week, but uh, Chief uh, St. Patrick got groomed. Oh, yeah. It was not good. I mean, he looks and smells very nice, but I I dropped him off. I was like, okay, here he is. We thought he might need to get trimmed, like yeah. a poodle. Or, I mean, some doodles do need to be trimmed, but he doesn't. And so they basically just gave him a bath and, you know, brushed him out. They, you know, trimmed around his toes or whatever. Um, but I thought he might be nervous. And when they brought him out at the end of the day, they were like, he did 
okay. And I was like, yeah, I bet he was nervous. And he was kind of real stressed out for the next 24 hours. So there will be no more groomers. The only reason we took is because I thought he might have to be trimmed, but he doesn't. So he will remain shaggy. And the other dogs have one trimmed paw. Yes. Each. Well, yeah, I saw like some... One of the accounts that I follow on Instagram, I mean, I follow a few accounts of people who have Goldens that they show, like in dog shows, they're very fancy. And they had in their story uh, a little tutorial on like doing a toe trim. How do you trim the feet? And it's very adorable. They clearly know what they're doing and you get this nice little trimmed foot. I like dog with shaggy feet very much, but I was like, Oh, let's trim one of these feet and see what this looks like if we were to do this. So like Chief Brody was the closest dog at hand. So I grabbed some scissors and I did the, you know, a clearly it was your first time doing this trim on his foot, but it's very cute. It's a very neat little shaped paw now. It looks very dainty almost. It does look dainty. Dainty. Uh, and so I put a pole up that was, I just thought it was funny. He has one trimmed foot and one untrimmed foot. And I put up a poll and I was like, who likes it? And I thought it was going to be like 99% of people were like, we love the shaggy toes. And I think trimmed actually won. Yeah. And dark horse. So I just went and trimmed to the right foot of every other dog <laughs> in the house. So now they all have one. Their front right paw is trimmed. I think it's good when they get sworn in or they have to get their fingerprints taken. They can use that paw. Yeah. The fancy one. The fancy one for TV. <laughs> It'll be good. So that's a thing. doesn't work on podcasts, but, you know, on TV, they would look adorable with the clean-cut, smooth paw. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> very fancy. Uh, I did not do St. Patrick because he was going to the groomer the next day, so he has all his paws trimmed. They look cute. They do look, they look nice. Yeah. He looks nice. He smells good. He looks nice. For sure. He but seems to have... He was very sad. He was very jumpy about yeah. being pushed. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's it. Thank you for indulging me. You are welcome. Uh, Jared is now responsible for coming up for the with the content for the rules podcast, which we have to record in three days. So we're gonna be driving. We'll have driven back. There'll be stories from that. There'll be like road trip stories. I guess, except we're gonna be driving on Wednesday and Thursday. This podcast drops on Thursday, so we kind of have to record before we go this is why you do the logistics and i don't all right well because it all seems possible for me listen dogs you all uh do something and <laughs> yeah, nothing do, dramatic do something funny vink come on all right are you going first i see you preparing yes to yes read. i i'm yes i'm preparing for reading okay i'm trying to contribute positively to this podcast because i seem to have been ragging it down <laughs> <laughs> okay Man arrested after multiple traffic stops in one morning. That was a good one. The headline underplays it a little bit. A 61-year-old Tampa man was arrested Friday morning after he was stopped by deputies multiple times over the course of two hours for traffic offenses on U.S. Number 1. You could make a whole movie about this dude. Gregory John Koch. Koch, really? That's German. <laughs> That's not how we'd, we'd probably say Coke. Probably goes by Coke was charged with reckless driving, possession of pills without a prescription, and resisting arrest. He was previously cited for speeding and illegal passing prior to his arrest. This is all on the same day that happened. Yes. The series of traffic stops began at 8.21 a.m., early in the morning on Friday, but not drunken early. This is just regular early. When Deputy Rosick stopped, we call him Cook? Coke. Coke. 
stop Coke in a blue BMW sport utility vehicle. Now, I just want to interrupt here. When GR Dad, <clears throat> so GR Dad has a theory that people who drive BMWs are assholes. And every time he sees someone in a BMW do a jerk thing on the road, he's like, see, they're in a BMW. Yeah. And it <laughs> goes bad. My dad worked at Mercedes and they weren't too fond of BMW. And it kind of goes back to that. So I'm a. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an easy mark for that kind of theory, so <laughs> and when, I have confirmation bias, of course. For sure. So when we were reading this story the first time, Jer Dad's reading, I'm driving somewhere, Jer Dad's reading it, and he gets to that part, <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, of course, <laughs> <laughs> A blue a BMW sport utility vehicle mm-hmm. near Rowell's Marina. So Deputy Rosek stops this guy at 8.21 a.m., and gives him a verbal warning for speeding after multiple motorists reported his erratic southbound driving on the 18-mile stretch at Key Largo. So he, he, it had to be a sustained campaign of bad driving if multiple people call him in. And the thing is, like for, there are only a couple exceptions pretty much continuously throughout the Keys. It's a two-lane road, one lane in each direction. And yeah. so if you're speeding, and, and we've talked about this before, People go, you know, the speed limit five miles over. Like, people don't abuse the speed limit in the Keys because there's cops everywhere. And so the culture here is you go kind of close to the speed limit. So if you're going really fast, you have to be passing. And it's hard to pass because there's traffic in both directions. And so, yeah, if he's really trying to speed, he's driving erratically because he's probably passing on the right, passing on the shoulder when they have it, passing in the, like, sometimes there's a center turn lane. Uh, so he's, it's not like he's just driving real fast in the left lane. There's one lane for most of this. That's amazing. So he, so Deputy Rosek stops him at 8.21 a.m. and gives him a verbal warning for speeding. Probably because he didn't see him. He Probably because everyone was complaining about him speeding. Yeah. So. What? Cock? Coke. Coke. <laughs> Coke. Like the drink. All right. Like the drink. Coke told Deputy Rozek he was driving to Key West and was in a hurry. Is that enough these days? You got two and a half hours to go, my dude. <sighs> Coke stated the BMW was new and he was still learning the intricacies of the vehicle. Bullshit. Come on. <laughs> Why did that never work for me as a teenager? I'm in a hurry, <laughs> officer. I didn't know Wait. how fast this car went. It's yeah, in kilometers. It's a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's in kilometers. It doesn't, be, that yeah. doesn't work that way. So Coke apologized and stayed, he stated he wouldn't drive that way anymore. Um, oh, no, this is... <laughs> he didn't so say he that. He said it was new and he was still learning the intricacies. So he gets off with a warning at 8.21 a.m. Before Deputy Rozek could even state over his radio that he'd given Coke a warning, Sergeant Whitehouse announced on the radio he was pulling over the same BMW. Sergeant Whitehouse cited Coke for speeding, traveling 70 miles per hour, and illegal passing near the Adams Cut. So the maximum speed limit there would have been 55. It was probably 40. Probably 45, yeah. But Coke apologized and stated he wouldn't drive that way anymore. Oh, my God. Again, how is that enough to get out of a ticket? Well, you know, he got the ticket. <clears throat> I guess he did from Sergeant Whitehouse, but he still apologized and said he wouldn't drive that way anymore. Yeah. Shortly thereafter, several motorists began reporting the blue BMW driving erratically. So this is like a swath of destruction here, down the keys, <laughs> he- heading down the keys. At approximately 8 a.m., Sergeant Jones and Deputy Dothert stopped Coke for illegal window tint. That's got to be 9 a.m. because the first ticket was at 8.30, right? Yeah. This could be a conclave typo. Yeah, but did not witness any illegal driving. So they stopped him for illegal window tint 
and did not witness any illegal driving. That That's sounds interesting people are to calling me. in and they're like, the license plate is this. Yeah, he's a blue BMW SUV and he's passing on all sorts of And so places. they pull him over, but they don't have anything to... So they do. told him that he would be going to jail if a deputy saw him driving recklessly. I think they've had it with him. Mm-hmm. He probably apologized to them, too. This doesn't say... <laughs> that deputy who saw him driving recklessly, turned out to be Deputy Anthony Wales, who spotted the BMW in Marathon. Now, this is getting close to the end here. He's been driving for about an hour and a half at yeah. this point. He, the BMW was driving, traveling 63 miles an hour in a 35-mile-an-hour zone. And I just want to add here, I know where this 35-mile-an-hour zone is. It's right before you get on the 7-mile bridge. But, like, the 10 miles before he would have reached that point, it's 45. It's So it drops down to 35, but from 45... And it's crowded in Marathon. I mean, it's you know, it's not crowded like the rest of the world. Bikes on the on the med- on the side. And plenty. It's a, it's one of the most populated islands in the Keys. There's like a Home Depot and yeah. grocery stores and all kinds of stuff. And so it's not like you got empty road. You've got a lot of just traffic of people doing stuff in Marathon. So you've got to be driving like an asshole to be able to drive 65 through this 45 zone. I mean, people in Marathon often are going under 45 in those 45 mile an hour zones yeah. just because there's people coming in and out pulling out of the strip malls on the right and left yeah and and they come right out on the street so he it's not like he got caught in a speed trap here no he he was going 63 and 35 is fast Mm -hmm. for for traffic the bmw braked suddenly when coke saw deputy (laughs) wales and then it gets interesting (laughs) coke then refused to lower his window and turned the music up loudly inside the bmw he began dancing in his seat to the music, which he turned up very loudly. Dance to the music. <laughs> this seems an inappropriate reaction, but anyway. Then other uh, deputies, Paul and Lonas and Laird, responded. Coke turned a dash camera to face the deputies and began recording with his cell phone. That's allowed. I've got no problem with that. Yes. Then he pulled out a business card with the word law on it <laughs> I know. and displayed I, it to the deputies. <laughs> I picture this as like a regular size white business card. And <laughs> yeah. it just says, just says the word law, law in like giant font that takes up the whole business card. That's I it. I don't know why it didn't work, <laughs> frankly. I mean, that should be all you need is law. That could be new merch that we <laughs> offer, law business cards. He then appeared to be making a phone call. Coke appeared to end the call after Deputy Lonas stated he intended to break the BMW passenger window in order to detain Coke. Coke rolled down the window and exited at that time. Coke was taken to jail without further incident. There couldn't be more incidents anyway. No. Three pill bottles, pill bottles containing pills with no prescription were found in the BMW. That's an early start to getting really wacky. I mean, I was, as you started that, I was thinking if he was in the Keys at 8.30... He couldn't have driven from Tampa. Yeah, he could have. It's only what? another three hours or something. It's a, a ways. People get up early. That? I've driven to Fort what? Lauderdale in the morning what? for a nine o'clock meeting. <clears throat> oh, my God. I mean, he's going real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Fair I mean, enough. He's making good time. He just got had to slow down in the keys and didn't do a very good job of it. All right. Well, I'll yeah. go next. Uh, this one's not as funny, but just, you know, worth reporting in our taste of the keys update which is two fatal separate marine incidents yeah. which is weird um i mean it's been a long time since we've had any fatal marine incidents yeah we've had some like 
occasionally someone will like have a scuba accident or they're almost always diving have a heart attack and on their boat or something where it's like okay you know it's people are people just you know die sometimes yeah it happens to be on a boat but these were not that no so we don't really know much about the first one which was in key west they were on a parasailing uh vessel over by uh sunset pier mallory square that uh sunset water sports yeah, they've got those jet ki- jet skis and yeah. This is parasailing, so it's like you get pulled up. Yes, <laughs> you get pulled yeah. by a boat and you go up, and so then you're really high. Yeah, but there's two people on this one. So a man and a woman, they both were taken to Lower Keys Medical Center. The male was pronounced dead. Yeesh. The female got airlifted out to a Miami hospital. Uh-huh. Uh, let me just put in a little side note here. <laughs> this is why you have to wear a mask in the Keys now, because we have three ICU beds. That, all right, so we have three, like these two incidents, right? Two people died. This lady was hurt really bad. Three people were hurt really bad in the other boat. Those people potentially need ICU beds. If they stayed in the Keys, there are no ICU beds for people who have COVID. People are on ventilators. Oh, the other way around, right? I mean, I don't know if they're keeping the beds open. It could be people on ventilators already. I mean, I think they're trying they always airlift out these serious cases you know you can kind of get stabilized in the keys but we don't have like a trauma center or anything down here but like you know if this person comes in and you're like waiting to airlift them and they're in an icu bed you know we don't have room for people who are sick with covid we we just don't have hospital capacity the beds yeah yeah so uh, wear a mask wear a mask good advice jared and i took covid tests this week yeah. I got my antibody test back already. I'm yeah. negative. I hope to pass my test. <laughs> we or, both feel fine. Or ace it. <clears throat> but we're very, I actually would be very happy to have had a positive antibody test and not have been sick. Yeah. Um, Being but, immune would be good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that's the first incident. We don't really know what happened on that one. Just that, uh, you know, the one guy died and, and she's up in Miami at a hospital. Yeah, that, that points to wreck. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the second was at 10.30 p.m., so it's dark out. These people, yep. excuse me, they're in a 36-foot center console boat. That's a big boat. It's a big boat. It's going 50 miles an hour. I can't believe that. That is in the like dark. 45 knots. That is a, that is a speed. That is a, one yeah. of the fastest things I can think of on the ocean. That's so it must have been one. Of, I mean, it sounds like one of those cigar boats or something. It's just fast. Yeah. In the pitch black. And they're looking for a channel marker in the pitch black. black. Uh, The vessel made a hard turn in rough seas. Three people were ejected from the boat. One person was killed because they got run over by the boat. So the boat makes a turn. Uh, You know, everybody gets kind of flung around because it's going 50 miles an hour. You know, it turns and it hits a wave, right? So it's like hitting a wall. They get flown out, thrown out of the boat, and then the boat hits one of them. And kills them. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the other two people are, well, they're not dead, but that's about all we you know. don't need a license to pilot a boat, I think. I don't think It's a good do. idea to get something and yeah. to have, but I mean, I think you can get boats with no oh, yeah. with your driver's license. It's a bit under-regulated, perhaps, if you're going 50 miles. <laughs> yeah. 50 miles in the ocean is, I mean, it's, it's really fast. Yeah. It's, it's like 100 on land. Yeah. You also wouldn't do that without headlights and in the dark. 
and like with standing up in the vehicle <laughs> with no roof yeah and no road <laughs> yeah yeah no seat belts no roof no nothing, nothing. Yeah. yeah that's bad all right well there you go that's a little one uh, you're doing two arrested slash large group trespassed following melee at Middle Keys Resort. Yes, yes. I just have to pull that one up. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a kind of a classic one. We just haven't had them because of social distancing and stuff. But this that is not even mentioned in this because I think that's over. Mm-hmm. So the headline is two arrested slash large group trespassed. And when that's used as a verb, we'll explain that too. <laughs> Following melee at Middle Keys Resort. I bet I bet the word fracas is and also ruckus will be used in this article. I like I, the synonyms for fight that, <laughs> that are I'm, used here. Just knowing conch life, I have five bucks on both fracas and ruckus. Yeah, and it makes me wonder if those are used in the police reports these days. Like <laughs> some of these deputies I think enjoy filling out these reports. All right, hit me with this story. The sheriff's office arrested two people and escorted about Forty four zero people, 40 people from Hawks Key Resort and Marina Friday night. So Friday night. Friday's a big night. We got the fifty-five mile an hour boat crash. We got the other people oh, who died, and then news. we got this yeah, party. The keys are back open, baby. <clears throat> Following a ruckus. <laughs> oh, all right, one down. Did you say Wait, fracas? Fracas and ruckus. Yeah, I'm betting both right, are well, in there. You got ruckus. Check. Okay. The bingo card is half full. <laughs> Following a ruckus in which a deputy was hit in the face. Now, that's a bad strategy. I mean, you're going to get in trouble if you hit a deputy that's in the bad. face. There were no serious injuries reported in the 7 p.m. incident, which is not late, in which he listened who responded. The Sheriff's Office, Florida Highway Patrol, Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, and U.S. Border Patrol all responded to this incident. So this, I mean, this sounds crazy, and in a way it is, but we don't have a ton of cops down here either. Like, we talk about... There being cops everywhere, but if you read these conclaves, it's always the same deputies. There's not that many. <laughs> there's some hard-working deputies. So if you need some help, they call in. You know, there's officers from all of these agencies, and they kind of come in to back up the Monroe County Sheriff. Oh, so. and, and in this case, it doesn't make some sense. There's to, 40 to people. Really, to really bring, bring it. Yeah. Yamile Gonzalez, 21, was charged with battery and assault on a law enforcement officer and resisting arrest with violence. And Ernesto Cabrera, 51, was charged with assault, resisting arrest, and disorderly toxic intoxication. More arrests and more charges may be pending. Mm. There's a bunch of other people. The two arrested were part of a group of approximately 40 people, all of whom were ejected from the resort property following the incident. Oh. Let me just point out, this is a Friday evening. <sighs> You're, you have shown up at this nice resort for a weekend, probably... Thursday night, maybe noon on Friday, yeah. 7 p.m. on Friday, you're kicked out for being assholes. Yeah. That, that's a way to ruin your weekend. Really. All had Miami-Dade County addresses. Mm. This is this is the problem. Infectious the little plague rats. in Florida coming in from the hot spot. Yeah. Miami-Dade is now the hot spot in it the is. United States. In the world, I believe. Well, automatically, right? Because the United States is in the world, yeah. Many were intoxicated and belligerent towards law enforcement throughout the incident, which I mean, can't be. I mean, we learned this in high school. You don't be belligerent when your party's being It's not broken. a bad strategy, but you shouldn't get arrested for that. I mean, when your party's getting broken up and you're underage, it's really bad. <laughs> the fracas began at roughly... Ah! Yes, there we go. Bingo! <laughs> Woo! 6.50 p.m. So not late at no. all. Daylight, broad daylight. When Deputy Christia... 
saw two females arguing and causing a disturbance near a pool. So I picture them standing next to each other and they got their arms stretched out and they're just flapping their hands at each other. <laughs> they were probably screaming at each other too. I mean, they're real drunk. It could be much more violent Both than that. Both females were intoxicated. You're right about that. That's an, on your bingo card too. Yeah. When Deputy Christia went to separate the two, Gonzalez became combative. This is a 21-year-old. As she swore at Deputy Christia and told him she was going to hit him. Oh, that's, Deputy that's Christia went to detain her at that time when she hit him in the face and kicked him. To be fair, she warned him. <laughs> her <laughs> prediction came true. Meanwhile, several males in the group began pulling Gonzalez's arms, preventing Deputy Christia from restraining her. I think they were also trying to prevent Gonzalez from hitting her. I just want to say, all right, so we got a bunch of drunk people at a pool, and you got one of them freaking out, punching a cop, causing trouble and all of her friends slash family members who are with her are a lot of them are drunk but they're like this is a bad scene like trying to grab on her like this article kind of prevents them as like they're interfering with the cop but like they're trying to stop this chick from punching the cop like they're probably drunk and doing a bad job of it but i think this is overall a good move let's grab the 21 year old who's trying to punch the cop for sure And they may have prevented further, you know, hitting and kicking. Yeah. None in the group obeyed Deputy Christia's commands to back away. This poor deputy is like facing 40 drunk people. Every one of them has a a different agenda in their head about (laughs) how I'm going to help this. Yeah. This is the best possible scenario. I don't know. More deputies and other law enforcement officers began arriving. So this is when everybody's coming in to back each other up. Like I picture the SWAT team and... Blues Brothers. Hut, 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 hut. <laughs> Cabrera was detained by some members of the group after attempting to charge law enforcement at the scene. Where she do? She charges them. Anyway, Detective O'Neill displayed its taser and told the group to back away. Can you imagine, like, a cop pulls out the taser and there's like 20 people and he's like, everybody back off! <laughs> the group did retreat. <laughs> Gonzalez was ultimately handcuffed, but she resisted and screamed profanities throughout the incident. Yeah. She was pretty far gone, it sounds like. 7 p.m. on a Friday. Anyway. Meanwhile, Deputy Hareki was one of the multiple law enforcement officers tasked with explaining to everyone in the group, M-dash, all of whom filled at least five of the villas at the resort, dash, that the property management wanted them to leave and trespassed from the resort for causing the disturbance. So all y'all need to go home. You're all trespassed. Let me explain what that means. Please You do. have to leave. <laughs> you are now trespassing because the owner has said the license you had to be in the property is revoked. You're out. You got kicked out. It's so good we have a lawyer on the podcast. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious. So they were all trespassed by the resort owner for causing the disturbance. Cabrera, is the 51-year-old, became combative when instructed to leave the property. Mm-mm. Cabrera was intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Cabrera began taunting law enforcement <laughs> as he walked in and out of the villas while other members of the group were preparing to leave. I mean, it is a taunting major... Taunting law enforcement should not be a crime. A major bummer. No, it's just, it sounds like it's building up, though. I mean, it's a major bummer. Everyone's, like, getting their oh, stuff. Oh, sure. It must have just taken hours. They're all, like... 40 people on As you said, place. Yeah. how are they going to drive away if they're all hammered? And the cops are probably That's like, right. not our problem. I'm going to call a lift or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. In a pandemic. Yeah. It's a bad scene. Yeah, where are you going to go? 7 p.m., you're going to find another resort for all 40 of you? Yeah. No. 
So Cabrera saw his wife leave a room with a bottle of liquor and attempted to take it from her because that's he needs clearly needs more <laughs> liquor. He then began lunging at her when others in the group began holding him back. Again, this is sort of bad dynamics here. I mean, this group is trying to help. <laughs> They're all trying to help something. Deputy Fradecki ordered Cabrera to stop and pointed his taser at him. Uh-oh. Cabrera twisted and pulled down Deputy Hradecki Hradrecki, and several other law enforcement officers attempting to detain him. He was really feisty. Pulling a cop with a taser to the ground is like generally not going to end well no. for you. Ultimately, Cabrera was handcuffed and detained. It took the sheriff's office and other law enforcement officers, like all the other law enforcement <laughs> officers in the Keys, approximately an hour and a half to remove all members of the group from the property. I hope enough of them were sober to like drive out some <sighs> loaded up cars of people back up to Miami. Back up to Miami, because that's probably only... Two hours. Oh, if it's in Key Largo? Hawks K, I think, is more in Marathon, isn't it? In the Middle Keys? Hang on. What information do we have here? You've run there. I have. <laughs> the problem is I've run everywhere. Yeah, it's all a blur. Hawks K Resort is on Duck Key. That we ran Duck Key together. Was that one with like, oh, all the curvy no, little roads? Oh, no, I know exactly what it is. We ran there. So that's in the Middle Keys. That's Oh, yeah. That's like an that hour. That is two hours. To, from Miami, two hours. Oh, yeah, an hour just to Key Largo, yeah. at least, yeah. Oh, what a bad weekend these people are going to have. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so nothing, you know, super dramatic, but a very classic conk life keys story of intoxication and stupid behavior with cops. It's too bad. Like, this is a nice resort. Like, this is, oh. you know, this, this Villa whole... Villa sounds pretty fancy. Yeah. I mean, it's a... It's not like there are some I mean, there's like R V resorts, there's like somewhere like there's kinda like trailer homes you can yeah. basically rent out as the resort, um, kind of camping resorts. There's some that are just like, you know, super affordable, like very laid back, not fancy. Uh there's plenty of those in the keys, but this Hawks K one is like a, you know, four star yeah kind of place. Uh, you and know, it is on its little island, almost private island. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's on a like the to get to this, like you turn off of Route One and you go over a bridge, and then there's this little island, and there's like residences, and then also this resort there. But you know, it's got like tennis courts. Yeah, and, we know tennis courts. Yeah, we can find a lot of tennis balls there for hops. <laughs> yeah. Well. Too bad for them, because I think out of those forty, it sounds like, you know. There were a few real bad troublemakers, and then everyone else was kind of just. That's the thing, right? If that twenty-one-year-old had just friggin' behaved, they probably wouldn't have got kicked out of the property. You know, in high school, everyone just would have jumped out the window and run away. I mean, these are adults. Then you don't get kicked. I know that, but isn't it a better strategy just run away? (laughs) (laughs) If they hadn't been there, they wouldn't maybe have gotten trespassed. (laughs) I like the verb to be trespassed now. It's reflective. Mm. I trespassed. No, you don't trespass yourself. You get trespassed. Okay. Anyway, so keys are buzzing. We're not there, which is probably okay. <laughs> oh, well, we're not done. None of this is is designed to stop the spread, baby. All right. So Friday we have the boating deaths that I talked about. Wow. Friday we have your party of forty people. Friday we have the multiple the chases down Route One. We got that guy on Friday. Okay, Saturday, we have... Cops hoping it's going to be a quiet day. Armed motorist airlifted after shooting. 
A man wanted for armed robbery in Key West who was shot after shooting at law enforcement officers following a pursuit on US-1 wow. was airlifted to a Miami hospital Sunday afternoon. This is like L.A. car chase stuff with shootings. By the way, guys, the Miami hospitals are all filled up with COVID patients, so maybe don't get shot in the Keys because well, they're they, going to airlift you into COVID Central. They at least have the two boaters in there, and then they got probably some people from the villas. So it's like... <laughs> The other Keys chaos wing of the other incidents have filled up Miami. Yeah. The case began at 3.16 p.m. This is we're recording on Sunday, yesterday, wow. Saturday afternoon, when a deputy spotted a northbound Ford sedan on Stock Island. That's mm-hmm. the island right outside of Key West, matching a be on the lookout or as those of us in know say, a bolo. A bolo. A bolo. Description sent by Key West police regarding an armed robbery that occurred in Key West. The deputy initiated a traffic stop. But the suspect car did not stop. <laughs> the Florida Highway Patrol joined the northbound pursuit. Uh-huh. Tire spikes were successfully deployed. I freaking love, <laughs> I love spike strips. My favorite, like, oh, there's a chase going on. Let's, let's deploy the spike strips. They never work as well as they should, though. They're not, they don't seem like they're as good as those spikes in the car rental things where it's like, do not block up severe tire damage. kind of like that. Okay, know. so they successfully deployed... The spike strips. The car was ultimately forcibly stopped by a Florida Highway Patrol vehicle near Mile Marker 10 on Big Coppet Key. That's like seven miles from our house. Yeah. Big Coppet is kind of the first inhabited island after our house. Yeah, like seven miles down. Yeah. The suspect pointed a handgun and (sighs) fired at sheriff's office deputies and Florida Highway Patrol troopers who returned fire. They should good. The suspect was shot, taken into custody, and immediately provided first aid. The suspect was airlifted to Ryder Trauma Center in Miami via Trauma Star. Our neighbor, like on our block, is the guy who flies the Trauma Star helicopter. Wow, he's yeah. busy. The busy. guy in the purple house at the end. Yeah. yeah. That helicopter flies over our house, oh, I mean, three times a day. Yeah. At least. Yeah. The suspect's firearm was located inside the vehicle. There were no other injuries reported. Quote, the use of force in this case, like all cases of this nature, will be independently investigated by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement and reviewed by the state's attorney, said Sheriff Rick Ramsey. That said, with the information I have at this point, it appears to be an appropriate use of force by the officers involved. The suspect identified himself as Julian Vaughn Thomas, 24, of Tennessee. What you doing, Julian? Dude, if you're going to do an armed robbery, don't do it in Key West at the end of one road. It's 130 miles of one road. Where are you going to go? And there's a picture of him committing the armed robbery. Clearly, he doesn't listen to this podcast very often because we could give him that advice. He looks like he's, it looks like there's someone sitting on like a concrete barrier. And frankly, this picture looks like he's holding a gun to that guy's head. And he's wearing a mask like from Scream, like not a COVID mask. Just like a move. This is like really. It's real scary looking. big, Big city stuff all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Dopey. Just give him your money because he's going to get caught in the next 130 miles. Yeah. I mean, he's... it took him four tries to catch that 61-year-old doped-up <laughs> dude, but, you know, they had four tries. That's true. So, anyway, that's the story on this guy. I guess the one other thing, I don't have the story pulled up on this, but they did fire somebody. Was that there was a sheriff's office that fired a cop for... Yeah, the Monroe County Sheriff's Department tactics. seems to be pretty well run. Rick Ramsey... Seems like he's got a he runs a pretty tight ship. It probably isn't that many people. Yeah. But uh they fired that that I think like assistant chief for being kind of racist. 
or the one who's like, oh, we've got to arrest this guy. Pretend you're a racist cop who's just pulling him over because he's black. Yeah. They fired her. But then they, like, just this last week fired someone because there were complaints that he was, like, he used his taser too much. Like, he was, yeah. like, he didn't shoot anybody, but, like, his right. use of force was out of scale with things. So they got rid of him. So they, se- they seem to be trying to, to, to do a good job. I, I mean, and look, if you're in a shootout with someone and you shoot back, I think that's core i mean if it if it is as recounted and the guy shot at the cops what are they gonna do you know yeah but yeah they do i mean both the key west police and the uh monroe county sheriff like there were black lives matter protests in key west but they weren't really protests i mean there were events and the cops were there yeah like listening and participating with people they don't so. get all riot policed up and i mean even with these 40 people they yeah. didn't taser they didn't actually taser anyone they they were they were really trying to go step by step which yeah. is which is pretty seems pretty restrained i mean i i you know no one's perfect and of course no that's I'm right sure and look we're not the bad, bad. we're not getting in encounters with them either yeah, we're right? we're, we're going to be more like that 61 year old dude mr coke who's just like i'm in a hurry <laughs> i was in a hurry it's just it's nice that there's uh i'm sure there is work to be done but there is not really an adversarial it doesn't seem that there's an adversarial relationship between like the cops and the citizens who yeah. like, want things to I be better i think certainly in key west you get the feeling it's kind of community policing which is which is you know, somewhat effective. Like yeah. they're they're there to, you know, they're not just not everyone's the enemy. Anyway. Yeah, but so there you go. That's that. Um, but yeah, catching an armed bank robber. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Oh, we don't know if he robbed a bank. He robbed something. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a armed robbery. That's true. Yep. Could have robbed someone. Yeah, I mean, the picture that they released looks like he maybe robbed someone. He but. held someone up. You come from Tennessee to help. Come in on. Key West, you, I mean, you go through Miami with all the gold and what? all the money, and wait, go to Boca. Go to Boca and rob <laughs> someone. They're gonna have more money. Oh my god! Yeah, Key West, not full of like super rich people. Yeah, like a bunch of surfers and fishermen, and and you know, there are no surfers in Key West because you can't surf in the Keys. Bar owners, but the, their head hairstyles are similar. <laughs> <laughs> is that what qualifies one as being a surfer? Is just the hairstyle? Surfer dude. I should have said surfer dude. You look you look a little like a surfer these There's days. Ba- I look. I don't. Getting my hair cut has been a lower <laughs> priority. Uh, anyway, yes, no, it's not a bunch of rich people in the key, in really the keys in general, and certainly yeah. Key West. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, we've we've veered vaguely into murders in paradise, like we've territory. Wasted another precious hour of your time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, somebody was like last week. I can't believe GR mom stopped GR dad from talking about the twelve volt. Oh installation in the thing so jr dad says he's gonna do a whole thread on his twitter at ingo bernhardt of how to connect the jeep to the rv yeah and when we hook it up because it's someone in europe was like we don't what that sounds crazy there's you know you don't have a real it's not a trailer you're just latching a car behind your car that's that sounds you know crazy well, we'll uh, we'll do videos and pictures and stuff when we hook it up on uh, Wednesday to head yeah, back home yeah, to the Keys. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I will retweet your thread. You've turned your Jeep into a trailer. It's cool. It, we're putting a whole bunch of stuff in that. I'm putting two trees in the Jeep to bring yeah, back. We're bringing, we're bringing plants down. <laughs> I have a 
key lime tree and a blood orange tree in pots in my house. And they, they are alive. They struggle here. They struggle to stay alive in the house. Even though they're on like a south facing window, they just are not really inside trees. And, uh, and I'm like, we can plant them in the ground at our house they're in gonna Florida. Get, their minds are going to be, their little plant minds are going to be blown. Yep. So we're going to. So much sun. I'm going to have to ease them into it, right? I can't just plant oh. them. I'm going to have to put them under the house and then kind of They'll put drop them all partial. their leaves. It's like, it's like you know, yeah, protective know. shock nudity. I mean, they'll just be like, ah! <laughs> well, that, it's going to be interesting. We're, so we're bringing <laughs> these two trees down. Uh, yeah. It's going <laughs> to be good. And so we can put all the stuff in the Jeep because it's a trailer. You're right. It's a yeah. U-Haul. It's like a little U-Haul. Yeah, there's plenty of storage for the RV, but not for trees. No, the, trees are... full, the RV's kind of full of dogs, too. Yeah. Holy smokes. So, all right, well, we'll find something to talk about on Tuesday. The trip will have stories galore. Th- this is before the trip. Well, the <laughs> anticipation. <laughs> Fair enough. I, we're going to have a lot of good experiences tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I'll, work, I'll make sure we've got a great uh, yeah. action-packed ask day. ask each dog to contribute something because they've been slacking so far. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, we need some poetry or maybe a song or something. Dance, a good dance. Start writing something. Jeez. Okay. You good? <laughs> Fine. Okay. I'm good. I don't know. I, I, I got nothing. Yeah. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to this no rules that evolved kind of to the rules version of the podcast. And your dad's making a face, but. Like, that's a bad thing? Rules are good. <laughs> That's the German on the podcast. Yeah. We'll talk to you in a few days. Until then, wear your mask. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Don't bite anyone. That's the last thing the keys need is like more bite stories. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye. Bye.